Hello, welcome to another episode of this year's Advent podcast. This is Tim. It's Sunday the 5th of December and today's interview is with Cindy Quinn. Um, I was really blessed by this interview. It was incredibly powerful and really appreciate what Cindy had to share. And it, we went a little bit long, um, but that was totally fine. It was definitely worth it and it's definitely worth a listen today. Uh, so really be blessed as you listen to what she has to share. Great. Hi, Cindy. How are you going today? Hello. I am well. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I normally say thanks Thanks for coming in for an interview, but today we're at your house. You've which come is, to me yeah. because I am Carlos. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. This is like a podcast excursion. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, it's good no. to have you here. Yeah. No, it's really nice Nice to visit. Um, yeah. So just um, yet to start with, keen for your take on the, the Christmas carols question, just... Asking people when when you think it's appropriate. When is it to appropriate start, yeah. to start singing Christmas carols? That's well, um, I've I got to say, uh, nothing quite irks me so much as walking through Woolies and hearing Oh Holy Night singing you know, down the aisles um, in October. <laughs> uh, not only because of how early it is, but also because of the, I guess, the hypocrisy of it all. Mm. You know, nobody really cares. Most of the people mm. walking down those aisles, filling their baskets, aren't really mm. uh, interested mm. in the true meaning of Christmas and why it's, uh, you know, why we celebrate. Um, and I've got to say that sometimes I, it's, it's a time of uh, conflict within my spirit because, um, I feel a bit like King David when he was surrounded by, you know, the wicked, evil people who had no time for God. They misused his name mm. and, um, you know, and he would, he'd, you know, say, smite them, Lord, you yeah, know, yeah. wipe them all out, you <laughs> yeah. know, but walking down aisle three in Woolies, that's not going to go down so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I repent humbly <laughs> and, uh, and that's the conflict that the spirit convicts me that, you know, how fortunate I am mm. to have the truth mm. and to be saved mm. and to know why we're celebrating uh, the coming of Jesus. Mm. Um, so I end up sort of praying for all the trolley pushes yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just saying, please, Lord, open their eyes to mm. you and uh, let them hear something in those words mm. that might um, make them mindful of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, as much uh, as for a date, um, uh-huh. I would say not before the 6th of December, because I'm a Dutch girl, yeah. and that is Sinterklaasdag, ah. uh, St. Saint Nicholas Day. Yeah. So that's the day that um, St. Nicholas actually um, leaves the Netherlands. So he comes yeah. in November, and he always arrives at a different port, mm-hmm. uh, so that he sees all the children. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then on the 6th, that's his special feast day, and then... Uh, presents are given and all that yeah, sort of cool. thing. So that, so by the sixth of uh, December, I would say that, cool. but not before, except yeah. when I'm cooking Christmas cakes in October, which is what I do because <laughs> they need all that alcohol needs to ferment and <laughs> you know like yeah, wow. into that fruit, and I do crank a little bit of um, Buble. Michael yeah. Bublé's Christmas album while I'm doing my Christmas cakes yeah. in October, but that's it till nice. December. No, that's great. Yeah, and then if you had to pick a, a favourite carol, what, mm. what would you say? Well, this may shock you. 
(laughs) (laughs) I need to be totally honest. I actually struggle to like Christmas carols Mm. uh, for a couple of reasons. Firstly, for all the reasons I mentioned before about the hypocrisy Mm. of the world and particularly the televised carols by candlelight. Many of the performers appear to be giving glory to themselves rather Mm. than to God. Mm. Um, I doubt many of them at all have a relationship with him. Mm. Um, However, there are a couple of performers, particularly um, Sylvie Palladino. Mm. Every year she, she is a very dedicated Christian and you can see and hear it as she sings mm. and she always sings it with tears in her wow. eyes and um, I believe that she's praying for the people out there with waving the candles that mm. they'll really uh, get a sense of who he is. Mm. Um, the other reason I don't like Christmas carols is because they're all out of my singing range. <laughs> <laughs> I am, oh look, my dad was a basso profundo singer, mm. very deep my mother was a coloratura soprano, so on the other end, wow. I'm more like my dad, mm. <laughs> unfortunately, so <laughs> I can't sing a lot of them. Mm. But um, I guess if I had to choose one, it would be um, What Child Is This? Mm. Now that is, uh, well, that, that's borrowed from the 16th century lute piece green sleeves Mm, mm. and I like to play classical arrangements on guitar of Christmas carols and that's one that sounds beautiful on Mm. guitar Um, and every year out the front of my house the only Christmas decorations that we do uh, I have a life-size manger wooden manger and I stuff it with straw and I have the baby Jesus and he's swaddling clothes Mm. (laughs) lying in the manger and Michael sets up a um, a spotlight onto him and mm. I have just a sign, a chalkboard sign that says Merry Christmas and Christ is in huge letters mm. and masses in little letters. And I just sit out there every night leading up to Christmas for about two weeks wow. um, in the shadows. So you can't see me, you yeah. just see Jesus. Yeah. And uh, I play classical arrangements of Christmas carols. On your guitar? Yeah, yeah oh, wow. just sit there in, yeah, wow. in the shadows. Wow. <laughs> And it, it is beautiful. Um, now, our neighbours do amazing, you know, Santa Claus Christmas things, you know, all over their houses. All It's like Christmas just vomited in the yeah. front yard. It's yeah. just everywhere. <laughs> and uh, it's amazing. But it does draw the cars to Firefly wow. Crescent. Wow. So that's lovely. Um, and that means that they'll see the manger mm. also. Now, last year I was sitting out there and I was playing What Child was, Is This? Mm. And a car pulled up, turned the car off, mum wound the windows down and they listened. Wow. And when I finished playing, they yelled out, thank you. And then one of the little children in the back said, Jesus is the best. <laughs> I went, yes. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Lord. That's so good. That's it. So, wow. you know, they got it. So, yeah, that's, cool. that's my favorite. Yeah. What child is this? Yeah. Oh, that's that's really mm. great. And, um, yeah, just more generally thinking about this last year, is there a song that's really spoken to you or, or God's been speaking to you through yeah. that's been a blessing to you oh, look, that you'd like to share? God continually speaks to me. He He's saved my life through music, yeah, you know, wow. over and over again and again. Yep. He rescues me through music. Wow. Um, uh, firstly, through the gate, you know, the music that he gave 
to me there um, and I've been writing a lot of music this year and last year um, but if there's one song oh it's tough because there's so many I love the song that Tiff sang a few weeks ago at mm. communion mm. the beauty of that was astounding I mm. think um, um, the, the presence of the spirit was tangible that mm. morning mm. it was just a beautiful time mm. um, and also the words of the hymn in Christ alone mm. uh, John Driver had a, um, a time of devotion up at church camp mm. early in the morning and mm. he handed out uh, the words to that and we mm. sang it and that is a song that I that blesses me um, just reminds you of you know you're never alone because he's yeah. with you and uh, you know your strength is in him yeah. um, but the song that has blessed me more than anything this year is um, from the gate and it's called Francesco's Prayer yeah. and that's because um, in June I lost my beautiful mum <laughs> yeah. not gonna cry <laughs> But um, she went home to be with her Lord. Um, and uh, that was the song that was singing when she passed. Oh. Um, so that was on... I, I, so we were with Mum, my sister and I were with Mum for four days and four nights continually singing sacred songs. And Mum was oh. a prolific composer of sacred music. Oh. Um, very talented singer and pianist and uh, but composer her songs were so inspired by the spirit there oh. and i've got a very thick book of them they're beautiful oh. um but she had requested that when she died she wanted to have music from the gate playing oh. and also from frederick chopin her favorite composer oh. so yeah um so we mixed that up mm. but as she was to the point where she was breathing her last I felt very strongly compelled by the Spirit to put on the words, uh, the, the music, Francesco's Prayer. Um, and it was such a beautiful, beautiful passing for her. Mm. She could hear her own voice. She was singing on wow. that. She, she would have been able to hear her own voice singing those beautiful words. And, um, you know, the last words in that song are, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life in you. Oh. Amen. You know, um, oh. and she was taken up oh. to heaven. You know, yeah. What a beautiful, glorious passing that was. Um, uh, yeah, so it was just, I guess that song is something that I look at. Uh, <laughs> the words of that prayer uh, something that I try to uh, try to become mm. you know the words mm. I might share them later but mm. um, yeah it's the Saint Francis very, prayer yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, I'm a bit of a fan of Francis of Assisi mm. Um, mm. and uh, yeah he was a yeah turned his back on everything that was uh, hip hypocritical in the mm. church mm. and um, and uh, yeah, tried to live as Jesus mm. lived, and mm. uh, yeah. So, yeah, so that's the song that um, yeah. has blessed me more than yeah. any to know that Mum was taken home. Yeah, um, listening to the words of a song that she loved and that had blessed us. Yeah, uh, yeah. and that you wrote. Oh, that I wrote. Amazing. Yeah, but that's yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't write the words. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Borrowed yeah. it. Yeah. Not even Francis wrote those words. Mm. That was written for a, 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 I think, a gathering of um, 
United Nations or something in 1930 something oh, or other um, yeah. <coughs> yeah, yeah um, okay. but that was sort of they attributed it to him yeah. because it sort of showed what he had lived out mm. And, mm. yeah thanks so much anyway. for sharing yeah <laughs> okay. yeah and then just as we sort of yeah get in the the posture ready for christmas and yeah. reflect on yeah, mm. the significance of jesus birth is it is like a scripture or aspect of the christmas story <clears throat> you could share with us today yeah there is um now luke chapter 2 22 to 38 but particularly verses 36 to 38 so that's where uh, mary and joseph take jesus to the temple mm. to you know do what needed to be done as far as the law of moses was concerned and to offer sacrifice um and there was simeon Mm. and i love the way that simeon was compelled by the spirit Mm. yeah i just love the work of the spirit i love Mm. it when people are compelled because i know that in my own life i know what it's like to be compelled by the spirit to do something and i've seen Mm. god work when we are courageous enough i guess Mm. to to trust that prompting mm. um, um, what's interesting in that I think uh, the child let me just read this verse 33 of um, chapter 2 the child's father and mother marveled at what was being said about him I find that really interesting that they mm. marveled at what was being said because I think Hang on a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> weren't they there when Gabriel kind of, you know, with the angels and, you know, yeah. they knew who he was. Yeah. And I think it's there's a few scriptures that say, you know, oh, you know, they were astounded at that mm. or whatever. But uh, anyway, that's just a by the way, yeah, yeah. the way my mind works. Um, but my favourite part is about Anna, the prophet. Mm. Um, I think we tend to usually think of men as being prophets, mm. um, but here is a very elderly woman whose mm. dedication and commitment to God mm. are unsurpassed, mm. I, I believe. Um, mm. As far as I know, you know, she was widowed at a very young age and for mm. the rest of her life, day and night, she was in the temple, mm. worshipping, fasting, mm. praying. Mm. God heavens, you know. Um, and I love how God orchestrated this entire scene with Mary and Joseph, Jesus, Simeon, Anna. Mm. Um, firstly, the spirit compelled Simeon to go to the temple courts where he immediately recognized and prophesied over baby Jesus. Mm. Um, and then at precisely the same time, stage left, cue the prophet, here comes <laughs> Anna <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> of the tribe of Asher, no less. And Mm. what does scripture say about the tribe of Asher? Deuteronomy 33, verse 24, when Moses was blessing the tribes Mm. um, before his death. About Asher, he said, most blessed of sons is Asher. Let him be favored by his brothers and let him bathe his feet in oil. And I was thinking of the Holy Spirit when I think Mm. of oil. And I think here was someone bathed in oil. Mm. I wonder if Moses had had a sense that one of the descendants of Asher would one day stand in the temple of God Mm. in Jerusalem and behold God himself Mm. in the form of a human baby. Mm. No wonder he called the tribe of Asher the most blessed. Mm. And I can just picture Anna shuffling about the temple courts, giving thanks to God and telling everyone she possibly could Mm. that finally 
the light has come to shine in the darkness. Mm. You know, what a mm. moment. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. why I love this scripture. Yeah. yeah. No, thanks so yeah. much. That's great. Awesome. Yeah, and would you just be able to um, pray for us today and mm. yeah, pray for everyone listening as yeah, we come into Christmas? Yeah, I thought okay. um, I put a bit of thought into you know how I should pray at this mm. time. And I'm simply going to pray the peace prayer mm. of St. Francis. So, um, yeah. Um, our Lord Jesus Christ, during this special time of Advent, I simply want to give thanks as the prophet Anna did when she beheld you as a baby, for humbling yourself to come to us in human form and bring your beautiful transforming light to shine into the darkness that is this world. I thank you also for the words of Francesco's prayer, which I now offer to you not only from my own heart, but on behalf of each precious member of your body, the church, particularly my brothers and sisters at Rivers Church. Lord, would you indwell these words by your spirit and enable each of us to learn to live out these words in our own lives? I pray these words in the corporate form. Receive these words from us all, Lord, with much love from our hearts to yours. Mm. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, let us sow pardon. Where there is doubt, let us sow faith. Where there is sad despair, let us sow joyful hope. Where there is darkness, let us sow light. Mm. O Divine Master, grant that we may never seek to be consoled as to console, mm. to be understood as to understand, mm. to be loved as to love with all our hearts. O Divine Master, for it is in giving that we receive. And it is in pardoning that we are pardoned. Mm. And it is in dying that we are born to eternal life in you. Mm. 